on everybody hopefully this is actually working yesterday i tried putting this up a couple of times and i was having problems with the software and whatever you know the drill so we're gonna try again if you would do me a favor assuming this is actually working please like and share it uh, i'm trying to help i'm trying to build this account and uh, i could use all the help we can get so like and share it subscribe to the channel it's free hit the bell so you know when i come back on here and at some point um i'm going to establish a time to start doing live streams and whatnot i got to figure all that out if you have a preferred time that you like to watch stuff like this just let me know in the comments below it definitely is appreciated uh take a look at my dog who is licking her feet right now very nice uh but anyway so Today, we're going to talk about Iran has vowed to kill former U.S. government officials, including President Trump. Um, it was an article I seen pushed a lot yesterday. Um, a couple weeks ago, it had hit a lot of the mainstream news sources um, that there were assassination teams, Iranian assassination teams here in the United States, and that the FBI knew about it, and that they had a plot to uh, assassinate um, many elected officials. Um, now, who are the other elected officials? I'd like to know. Could Joe Biden be one of them? Um, what is the FBI doing about it? <laughs> They're probably part of it. It might be their plan. This might be like the uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, <laughs> kidnapping attempt. Remember where the FBI planned that and then uh, they got some coca bolis to do it? Yeah, it's probably like that, right? Um, you know, the FBI, you got to keep in mind that they're actually too busy going after school board parents and the Trump family and their supporters to actually um, do anything about an Iranian assassination attempt. And just to throw it out there, uh, wasn't there a guy that was once president that was just so in love with Iran that he flew planefuls of cash to them? Hmm. And, uh, you know, so I think another big question is, will they use this as a way to suspend the 2024 election? Now, I know what was being reported yesterday had to do with Trump, uh, but don't think for a minute that they wouldn't use it to get rid of Biden if that's what it comes down to. Because I suspect, and I've been told by some people who would know, uh, that there was talk of trying to get Michelle Obama uh, in there. Um, and that they definitely want to get Joe Biden out of there. Um, so is this one of the ways in which they plan on doing it. And, you know, it could go a couple different ways. It could go um, the way that they successfully assassinate some elected officials and we suspend the election for that. It could be um, a way to drag us to World War Three, And I'll get into that a little bit as well. Um, so some of the news headlines that I saw yesterday, um, like this one, 
Iran is the main beneficiary of the Gaza crisis, which I don't doubt. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who are beneficiaries of the Gaza crisis, such as BlackRock, um, the Cabal, right? Um, there's also this thing with a canal. It runs next to the Suez Canal. I can't remember off of the top of my head what the uh, name of it was. Uh, but right now it goes around uh, the Gaza Strip. And what I've heard people saying is is because of the way that the bends makes it difficult for the ships that they would like it to go through. And the area that it would need to go through is in the Gaza Strip. So uh, when you think about every conflict and war that has ever been fought has to do with money and somebody gaining financially, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, another article I saw yesterday was U.S. airstrikes target facilities in Syria believed to be used by Iran. Uh, and you got to ask yourself, is this an attempt by the Biden regime um, to provoke Iran, which is a proxy of Russia? Um, you know, striking Syria is pretty crazy if you're trying to stay out of conflict, uh, especially when you know that Russia is pretty tight with Assad and his government, uh, and you have Iran in there. Um, probably not a good thing to do if you're looking for a time of peace, which I don't believe that they are. Uh, the U.S. is already involved in the Israeli war just by doing these attacks um, against Iran and Syria. Uh, yeah, okay, we're not in Israel, but we're, we're sending them equipment, right? And now um, we're attacking Iran and Syria. Um, it seems, in my opinion, as I said before, as a way to provoke both Iran and Russia. Um, maybe as a way to start World War III. Think about what I had said earlier. Um, are we looking at a play with these assassination teams as a way to suspend the election in some way, shape, or form, whether it's because they assassinate the current president or um, whether they assassinate the guy he's running against or other uh, elected, I'd say selected officials, um, I don't know. Uh, but when you kind of start looking at all the things that are going around, going on, it kind of seems pretty clear that um, this could have something to do with the election. Timing is always everything, right? Um, and you got to ask yourself, would World War III give the Biden regime or the cabal the capability of suspending the 2024 election? I mean... I personally can't think of any example in history where it has, but we're also uh, up against a group that precedent doesn't matter. I mean, have you ever seen a former president get hit with 91 charges, which are all BS? I mean, no, you've never seen that either. So precedent is, <laughs> it's been out the window for quite some time now. So I don't, I don't think that precedent really matters all too much. Um, and here's another article from The Hill. Uh, this is a little excerpt from the article, but it kind of stood out to me. And it was one of the things that made me think that uh, could this possibly be more about the election than anything else? And this is a quote. 
Uh, the ramifications of October 7th massacre went far beyond Israel's borders, though. Tehran's bloody adventure in Israel derailed the Saudi-Israeli normalization process and weekend efforts to expand the historic Arab-Israeli peace initiative, better known as the Abraham Accords. Amid, amid the Israeli-Hamas war, Saudi Arabia has decided to put normalization with Israel on ice, and it's not clear if or when normalization can be salvaged. Okay. Um, like Jared Kushner or not, I per personally don't care for him very much. The Abraham Accords did bring peace to the Middle East. Uh, it brought people who have a very long history of being aggressive towards one another and killing one another and war. And it got them to be able to live in the Middle East without having all these things. Yeah, you had some isolated incidents and things like that. But overall, the Abraham Accords were very effective. But um, you can't have peace in the Middle East, especially with all the mayhem that you've seen caused by liberal Democrat policies, especially under the Biden regime, which most of us know. It's not really him calling the shots. Uh, so you got to ask yourself, was the goal of the attack on Israel by Hamas, which was mainly funded by Iran, and I would argue by the CIA and Mossad, intended on dismantling the Abraham Accords, which were implemented by Trump. Uh, so are we trying to break down the Abraham Accords to try to make the argument that Donald Trump wasn't a successful president and he did not, in fact, bring peace to the Middle East and give the Democrats and whoever the hell they're going to run, uh, make them the peacetime president, you know, um, I don't know, uh, it's a question worth asking, though. Uh, it, it, in my opinion, it seems a lot like Iran is helping the cabal run election interference and possibly even help suspend the 2024 election. That's how I view it. Um, once again, that's a theory. It doesn't mean uh, that it's right, but you got to keep something in mind. While Joe Biden was vice president, uh, he was messing around with Ukraine with his crackhead son, um, and Burisma, while Obama was sending planes full of money to Iran. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and if I am, let me know in the comments below. I don't think I am. Obama did not want Joe Biden making deals with, uh, with Ukraine. And if you remember, even during the thing with Crimea, like all they sent them were blankets and, and, and whatever, right? They didn't really send any... Um, uh, there were those missile things that Trump sent. Um, they did oh, javelin, javelin missiles, I believe they were called. Um, that Trump sent a bunch, and and they wouldn't. Obama would not budge, and he was focused on Iran. Um, most people are aware by now, I hope, that Joe Biden is in control of anything. I don't even think Joe Biden can control his bladder. All right, and that's not a joke. He crapped his pants in Rome. All right. Uh, let alone run the government. So it's also 
obvious and common knowledge that the people he's surrounded with are all Obama loyalists. So, and this thing with Hunter Biden, right? With anybody else, especially somebody as corrupt as Joe Biden, that whole problem would have just gone. Nobody would have even looked at it. And look what they did. They ended up indicting him uh, after trying to make a sweetheart deal. But what, what was going on there, right? It kind of, in my opinion, seems like there is uh, some type of a power struggle. Um, if I had to take a guess at it, uh, I would say that they tried to get Joe Biden to not run in 2024 to uh, install a different candidate, and he uh, is refusing to leave. And by he, I mean probably Jill Biden, uh, who I suspect is his handler. I think if you watch The Wives and take a good look. Uh, another good example of that, by the way, on the Republican side, um, other than Mike Pence, of course, uh, would be Speaker Johnson. Um, he becomes a speaker, and like one of the first things he does is go on TV with his wife and does all the, like, why? Who elected your wife? You know, and the baby voice thing that she did and the whole preacher thing that he did and total red flags. Uh, but anyway, maybe we'll get into Speaker Johnson a little bit at the end of this. Um, but anyway, ironically, right now, we're not hearing too much about the Ukraine war. What happened? What, Russia just, you know? Um, you had Zelensky crying about the fact that Israel is taking attention away from it, which I thought, that's kind of a weird, that's kind of a weird stance, no? You're screwing up my war, man. I'm trying to get money here, you know? And he actually said that it was uh, taking attention away from, like, that's, that's such a weird way to think about things. So as I said, are we in fact witnessing a power struggle? That's what it seems. Um, I think we're witnessing the Democrats move to remove Joe Biden from office, or at minimum get him off of the ballot to make room for a candidate in 2024. And I suspect, and I've said this, I reported on it eight months ago or so, that I, I thought that the candidate was going to be uh, floppy Mike, I mean, Michelle Obama. Um, I have on pretty good authority that there were talks and meetings um, about that. There was also something with Hillary Clinton and something with Gavin Newsom. Uh, but I just saw something with Gavin Newsom the other day, and I can't remember... Um, Oh, yeah. It had to do with them cleaning up before Pre President Xi came. And he did like a Kamala Harris response. I was kind of like, not, not that I think Gavin Newsom is good in any way or intelligent or, or, or whatever. But, you know, um, for a while I looked and it's kind of like he's younger, right? When you compare him to Joe Biden, I could take Mr. Hankey from South Park, you know, the Christmas poo. I could take him and put him next to Joe Biden, and that looks attractive, right? So think of it in those terms. You have Gavin Newsom, you got the slick back hair, and he's younger, and compared to Joe Biden, well-spoke. But what I didn't realize until yesterday is he was asked by a reporter about California cleaning the streets. And the dummy actually admitted it, uh, but he did it in like a Kamala Harris-type fashion where he just kind of went around in this circle and... I mean, he just looked like such an idiot. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, that's not going to do it. 
that's not going to do it. So that can't be the guy that they're looking to. Maybe they kind of flirted with the idea for VP or let's kind of see if we could get some popularity or something. Um, you know, like it or not, uh, Donald Trump is probably the most popular candidate the Republicans can run. The guy's a freak, right? It, it doesn't matter how many bad things happen to him. To him he gets more and more popular. Uh, and... The Democrats can't control that. Like in the past, what they do is they put out a couple really bad stories. The Republican would resign or quit or whatever, drop out. And with Donald Trump, it only emboldens him. It only emboldens his voters. Uh, and they have no control of it. And although I do believe that they're going to steal the next election, why wouldn't they? I mean, if you could think of a reason why they won't in the comments below, I'd love to hear from you. Um, but we kind of just saw a couple weeks ago that the machines and they just turn them off and always problems in only Republican areas and whatnot. Um, so the Democrats know that if they were to run Joe Biden versus Donald Trump tomorrow, the amount of stealing that they would have to do would be so blatantly obvious at this point. Um, and I don't think that they really care so much because if you question it, they'll just stick you in prison like they have a lot of the Trump people and, you know, a lot of things that they've done to Trump. Um, however, I do think that they need to, or at least they'd like to, uh, get rid of Trump. We got to get rid of Joey B. I think originally they would... They wanted to um, elevate a guy like Ron DeSantis, who's a whiny little jerk. Uh, that guy couldn't get support, you know. Um, and I think that they would like to make it a popular Democrat uh, politician versus like a Ron DeSantis, right? And the problem is, is Ron DeSantis hasn't been able to get his campaign off of the ground. I mean, he's like, what, 8% people every day, more and more people starting to see through his nonsense. The guy's a real clown. He offers nothing. But think about this. If you were to run uh, a Michelle Obama versus Ron DeSantis, I actually think Michelle Obama might have a chance to win. Only because a lot of the uh, brainwashed people on the left, I mean, they're still in love with the Obamas. Uh, why, I don't know. But they have name ID, right? And they have, a, they have support. Ron DeSantis doesn't really have support other than a couple paid uh, surrogates, I guess you'd call them. <laughs> Who, by the way, have done more damage to his own campaign than he has. Uh... And so I think you kind of have an issue there. They still can't get rid of Trump. I think what they were hoping for is the rise of Ron DeSantis and then we'll, we'll um, continue to make Trump appear unelectable. I think they figured with all these court cases and nonsense that they'd either be able to stick him in prison, get him. I, I think they knew that they couldn't get him to drop out. Uh, but at least make it seem unelectable to people and to force the rise of Ron DeSantis and or have their buddies, the Republicans, possibly steal the nomination at the uh, convention, which I still wouldn't rule out, by the way. They're up to something. And when you look at I know I did a, uh, a video on this, I don't know, nine months ago 
uh, saying that 2024 is starting to smell a lot like 2016. And when you look at a lot of the tricks, even down to where is Melania Trump? Oh, they're getting a divorce. So the same salacious, nonsensical stories that they ran in 2016, they've done again. And now you also are starting to hear rumblings of um, potentially attempting to steal the nomination from Trump, even if he wins it at the convention. Um, and then, you know, making the claim it's he's not electable or it's uh, uh, some of the cases and the way that they went and whatever else. And they're also, in my opinion, trying to intimidate any good people from even considering working for Trump by going after all the old people uh, that have worked with him in the past. Uh, Jenna Ellis, perfect example, a video came out uh, yesterday with her uh, sitting down with investigators uh, and trying to accuse Dan Scavino of all sorts of things. Um, I, I told you guys Jenna Ellis was a traitor a very long time ago. I know my mother and I used to have these conversations uh, at the time that they were filing the cases. And I used to say to her all the time, but God, why would they file the case like that? Look at this mistake. Look at that mistake. You know, it, it was like they were filed to lose just so we could say we went through the motions. And, uh, you know, as it turns out, I, it, I'm pretty certain I was right. Um, and then even Sidney Powell, the same thing, sent with investigators whining about Rudy Giuliani, who, according to Sidney Powell, Giuliani said she didn't know what the hell she was doing uh, and was dead against all the things that uh, Sidney Powell wanted to do as far as uh, with executive orders and all that. Um, so I think that whole thing was a setup and a charade as well. Um, and I think that a lot of this is intended to um, discourage anybody that's worthwhile having from working for another Trump administration campaign or anything. Um, I don't think that that's going to work. However, the one thing I will conclude this with is we still have not done anything noteworthy to secure our elections. Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what's blaringly obvious. You know the Democrats will steal it. I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't steal this one. They needed to steal 2016, but they really need to steal this one, especially after all the stuff that they've done. Um, so I think that if they have it their way, they'll find a way to suspend it, especially if they can't get Joe Biden out of there. Uh, there's no way that they're going to go with him because, first of all, I mean, just even from old age, he's, you know, look at the condition he's in. Whatever he has is progressively getting worse, right? And the thing is, is that the vice president, she might be in worse shape than he is. I mean, I really, I think that Kamala Harris might even be a, a worse choice. So I think they need to reset the field. And I think if they can't uh, get Joe Biden out of there, uh, maybe he'll have a heart attack. Who the hell knows, right? But if they can't get him out of there, I think that plan B might be to suspend it. And if it really comes down to it, they'll just steal it and tell you to shut up and sit down and or arrest you if you challenge it. Um but I think, I, I think that there might actually be a play to suspend the 2024 election.
I don't see a new candidate rising out of nowhere. Although, keep in mind, one of the things that I suspect where if they're going to stick in a new candidate, the, the Democrats, the Republicans aren't either, but certainly the Democrats aren't interested in having a primary. So I would almost bet that whatever move that they make will probably be last minute, so there's no time, so they could just stick whoever it is that they want in there and tell you that it's for your, it's in your best interest to just let them do that. Uh, and then, of course, people will clap and nod like seals and, oh, yeah, sure, whoever the new candidate is, hurrah, yeah, we're going to, you know. Um, but I think if they were to do something like the Obamas, I think that they could have the voter turnout that they need. Um, and if they could get Trump off of the ballot, which they're actively attempting to do, they can discourage people on the right from showing up. Let's face it, if Ron DeSantis was the candidate, how many people do you really think are going to go out and vote, right? Not all that many. So if even if the Democrats have to steal it a little bit, it at least wouldn't be obvious. You could blame it on whatever. Um, and as I said, it really isn't, I guess, all that important that they're able to do that because they'll just tell you to sit down, shut up, you're a conspiracy theorist, and maybe you need prison in your life. Uh, but I think if they could go without doing that, it makes it easier for them to do the things that they're going to do to us next. Um, I don't think that they want to spook the Democrat voters. And I think they know if they make it too obvious again, even some of those people might turn because you're already kind of seeing, uh, especially with the black community, um, a lot of the black community is waking up. Um, and that is a very big danger uh, to the Democrats. If they, if they lose the black vote, they're done. They'll never win an election again, unless they could replace them with people from other countries, you know, Hamas or whoever. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. However, one way to fix the black problem would to be make sure your candidate is black. And I'll leave you with this. One of the other reasons I do think that it more than likely would be a Michelle Obama uh, is it seems like every time the Democrats have a position to fill, uh, it's a black gay woman. That would be Michelle Obama now. I mean, just saying. You know, if the black people are, are angry and upset at you, uh, how upset would they be if you have the first black female president? Who's also a tranny. But uh, anyway, that's all I have for you here. If you would do me a favor, like and share this video, subscribe, hit the bell so you know when I come on next time, leave a comment, even if it's just to say hello, whatever, it helps with the algorithm, uh, whatever, tell me how cute my dog is, I mean, look at her, uh, but that's it, and I'll probably be back on tonight with something, I gotta research a couple things, and uh, we'll see how it goes, Till next time, bye.